Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Family Sanctuary, a show that inspires living the gospel message in word and deed within our families. And now, Family Sanctuary with host Peggy Hartshorn. Welcome to the Family Sanctuary on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm your host for today's program, Peggy Hartshorn, chair of the board of Heartbeat International that advances life-affirming pregnancy help around the world. And I have a particularly uh, interesting guest today. I'm so excited to do this interview and have you meet our guest, Dr. Lindsay Rerko, um, because we're going to be talking about a subject that's so near and dear to my heart and I know is just so crucial today that we understand more about true women's health care and uh, about the dignity of women and the beauty that God has created in our gift of fertility, uh, our womanhood, and how that is not being honored and appreciated today, particularly in the medical field. So um, I, I think you'll learn a lot from this from this presentation today and hopefully be inspired by a, a, a beautiful vision of, of womanhood and of women's health care, true women's health care. So I'm excited to introduce our guest and let her share with you even more, Dr. Lindsay Rerko. Welcome, Dr. Rerko. Thank you so much for having me. It's just a treat to spend this time with you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a treat to have you and be be sharing with our listening audience. Uh, Dr. Rerko is a board-certified uh, family physician uh, with a specialty in obstetrics, and uh, she's been practicing as a board-certified uh, physician here in the uh, Columbus, Ohio area for about 15 years now. She's the staff physician with FEM, and on our program today, you're going to be learning more about FEM, uh, which is a practice that specifically works with women and women's fertility. And she's also a physician at Westerville Family Physicians. And she and her husband are members of St. Michael's Parish, and they have four young children. So uh, what a beautiful combination. <laughs> and uh, so, Dr. Rerko, the, the focus of our program today is on a, a program called FEM. And we're looking at a new way of looking at women's health care, a new way of looking at women's health care. Uh, that's called FEM. And first of all, tell us what FEM stands for, F-E-M-M. Yes, so FEM stands for Fertility Education and Medical Management. <laughs> okay, Fertility Education and Medical Management. So we're looking at, the, at our fertility, particularly as it's demonstrated in our monthly cycle, Yes. All right. Uh, we're looking at our fertility as a way of managing our total health care. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a very exciting concept that every month uh, women have a cycle that their bodies experience that is not just something to be either hated or ignored <laughs> or put up with, tolerated or uh, whatever, but to be seen as a, a gift in us. Not only uh, understanding that someday we will be able to have children, but also uh, as giving us signs for our overall health. So explain how that works, would you? Absolutely. (laughs) How do we know more about our overall health just from our menstrual cycle? So our cycle gives us uh, monthly feedback on how we're doing with our health, this cascade of hormones that have to um, occur each month for us to ovulate, which is really kind of the key point of the cycle. 
Um, it's a very delicate system. So stress, illness, a number of other things can disrupt the cycle. And so this can for women be uh, the first sign that something's wrong before they have other symptoms, before they're in to see their doctor. They can tell from their cycle what's going on. If they're paying attention. If they're paying attention, <laughs> right. Um, so often the myth exists that, you know, if a woman has a re- an irregular cycle, that she is just always irregular. This is my normal. And what we want to educate women on is that this is not normal. This is your body saying, help, like something's going on and we need we need attention. Uh, so this is something that can be applied from during the entire continuum, the ovulatory continuum from puberty until, until menopause. Our body is giving us, us these signs. And so uh, as early as those pubertal, pubertal years, we want young women to understand what's going on so they can be um, on top of their health right away. Sure. What what should a regular menstrual cycle look like by irregular? Question. Yeah. Right. So what's regular? <laughs> we have to start there. So a woman should have a cycle lasting from 24 to 36 days. They should menstruate from three to seven days with a few of those as moderate or heavy. At the end of that cycle. Correct. Yes. At some point in the bleeding. So okay. um, if you have a cycle from day one of one period to day one of the next that's shorter than 24 or longer than 36 You could have one on occasion, but if you start to see that as a consistent pattern, two in a row or three over the course of 12 months, that should be an alert to you. Or totally skipping cycles. Absolutely. Having no cycle at all. That's not normal. In a month. (laughs) That's not normal. Right. Um, And so oftentimes women go to their doctor, whether that's pediatrician or family doctor, OBGYN, and they're put on something to regulate their cycle. So they're given the birth control pill. Uh, But we are saying, hold on, don't take that step necessarily uh, because that's a Band-Aid and we might miss an underlying uh, diagnosis that Mm -hmm. could cause repercussions for your health down the road. Uh, So tracking your cycle is the first place to start with that. So when we say fertility education in our name of our uh, organization. This is just learning how to chart those biomarkers. Well, before we get into that charting, because I know that's very, very important, um, I want to stop again and emphasize that it is true when when young girls start their, their cycles that they may have some irregularity I mean, they, it, it may take a while to become regular, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, but, but if they have maybe severe cramping or they, have, uh, they skip months entirely um, uh, or even, even have um, a painful, inter- painful periods, mm-hmm. uh, it's so common for a doctor to put them on the pill. It's just, and, and I know that from, from pregnancy help centers, of course. The pregnancy help has been our work. Uh, my husband's and my work for, for many, many years. And uh, we see so many girls in pregnancy help centers that have been put on the pill because of irregular cycles or because of heavy bleeding or pain or whatever. Uh, and you're, you're saying, obviously, that that could be covering up a medical problem that they have. Correct. But of course, the other thing that it does is it causes them to um, have additional issues and problems simply from being on the pill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sometimes causes them to stop taking the pill. Uh, Meanwhile, perhaps they've gotten involved in sexual activity because they've been on the pill and think they're safe. And so we see them for a variety of reasons. Uh, they, they hated the pill. It made them feel sick. They stopped taking it. 
Now they think they're, they could be pregnant. <laughs> uh, and, and meanwhile, they may have, uh, even if they're not pregnant, some medical issues that were covered up initially Absolutely. by the pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the problems we have in pregnancy centers is knowing how do we help these girls if they're not pregnant uh, so that they're not going to just immediately go back to their sexual activity and uh, and still have perhaps the physical issues and problems that cause them to have the irregular periods in the first place. So for us in pregnancy help, FEM uh, it is, a, is a gift. It's phenomenal because we're seeing women all the time who don't understand their periods, have been put on the pill uh, to, to cause them to be more regular in their periods. And that's led to all kinds of negative consequences for them. So that's what particularly interested me in FEM. It's just uh, I, I know the value of it and the importance of it for young girls and women today. Um, and when they're put on the pill, actually what that does is it just kind of flattens out their cycle. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Their hormone changes, the normal hormone 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 changes they're supposed to have are just kind of flattened out, Mm -hmm. correct? Absolutely. It just, it gives the body a new blueprint to follow of what should be going on at the level of the ovary. Um, Instead of having the normal healthy fluctuations of estrogen and progesterone, and these are vital years in the teen years to get these healthy hormone levels for brain development. Mm -hmm. We're learning more all the time about neuroplasticity in the brain, and that window closes at 18 to 20. So if for whatever reason things were suppressed, if they didn't um, have a period on time and it was very delayed for whatever medical reason and it's not uncovered, they're losing actually scores in math. (laughs) So they study these kids in college, and they're not doing as well as their male peers or their female peers that received healthy hormone levels, natural hormone levels in their brain. So I think that's a good point to bring up with parents, right? When they're talking about cycles and periods and pills, that hormones are really vital for their daughter's brains. The natural hormones, not putting in artificial hormones and not flattening out the normal hormone cycle. Not to mention side effects, which we see with young women, and this is well published, the rates of depression that go up with the pill. That's a very common side effect. Mm-hmm. So maybe she was using this for one reason to norm to regulate her cycles, but now she has depression. She's had weight gain. Um, right. So we're talking about some of the negative side effects of the birth control pill, mm-hmm. uh, of the birth control pill as it's used to to, and it doesn't cure these menstrual cycle issues at all. It simply covers them up. <laughs> But as it's used to do that, and then even as it's used for spacing children, for married couples, um, it it does have some some major negative consequences for women. Um, So let's let's just review those for a minute. If if we don't have FEM, you know, if people aren't aware of FEM, and uh, FEM can also be used tracking your cycle and understanding your cycle can also be used for spacing children. Yes. Yes. Uh, So so. One of the big benefits of that, of course, is that it's totally natural. Yes. Right. Right. No side effects. <laughs> no side effects. And and putting aside our our, our faith based interests in this, of course, as Catholic women, uh, and 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 we're very interested in in this because, of course, it also is what our church teaches. Absolutely. Yeah. That if we understand how our body is is created and and that that beautiful. Uh, 
plan that God has for our fertility. Mm-hmm. We can cooperate with that fertility in yes. having children and in spacing our children. And so um, so FEM meets that criteria for us from a faith-based perspective, but also from a medical perspective. Let's review again some of the negative consequences of this hormone focus that mm-hmm. we have in, in women's health today. P- putting girls on the pill to cover up issues and problems in their cycle and then using it as a major means for spacing our children. Let's review some of the negatives. Absolutely. So some of the more common side effects would be um, depression, a decrease in libido. Uh, they We've seen an increase in cancer. Mm-hmm. And for those people with migraines, it can make migraines worse. So a lot of them don't even have the option to take hormonal contraceptives. Um, for people who have intrauterine devices, a lot of abdominal pain, irregular bleeding, and uh, expulsion even, um, more uterine perforation. So uh, these aren't always safe options for, sure. for women to take. And that's what the pill, what about the the implants? Those are very common now, right? Right. Because of course, providers that are pushing these hormones um, say, well, not everybody will take their pill at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. So now they're even implanting devices that deliver those hormones. Correct, and with the side effects, in those cases, they have now a device that they have no control over, right? They can't remove this from their arm. They can't remove this from their uterus. And so in a way, they have this kind of temporary sterilization that they have no control over. Whereas if they're having side effects from a pill or a shot, they can just stop. They can make that choice to stop because of the side effects. But if someone's put this in their body, I've had women come to me. They can't, can no longer go back for whatever reason, insurance or their providers telling them, no, try to stick with this longer where they won't, can't get their device removed. And so I help them with that because wow. um, that that's their body. And if they're having side effects and they don't want to be on a treatment any longer, they should be able to stop it. Mm, that's scary. Seeing the effects of that uh, as a caring doctor like you do uh, must be very difficult. Well, I'm, uh, I would like to reintroduce our guest today. You're listening to Dr. Lindsay Rareco, who is a board-certified family uh, physician and uh, with a specialty in obstetrics. And uh, right now, she's the staff physician with FEMM, F-E-M-M, which we're talking about today, as an alternative, really, to the hormone-based um, family spacing uh, philosophy we have in uh, in secular medicine as uh, today, as well as using those hormones as the major uh, treatment for any irregularity in a woman's menstrual cycle, which is covering up often um, a, a physical issue that needs to be taken care of. We're going to get get into that a little more as our program continues. But Dr. Rareco, um, thank you so much for, for being with us and for your expertise. Um, we're talking about FEM. Let's say again what the acronym stands for. Yes, Fertility Education and Medical Management. All right, good. One thing we haven't talked about yet is is how do we help women actually understand more about their cycle, uh, what what you call charting, okay? Just explain a little bit what that is, and isn't that is kind of the first step for women to understand whether they're having a healthy cycle or not? Correct. So charting is a way of keeping track of the biomarkers um, of the body. So specifically with them, uh, charting their bleeding days. So what level of bleeding they're having. They can mark that down on their chart. And we actually have an app, so it's not a paper chart any longer. They can download it for free on their Android or iPhone. Um, And then on their 
um, days after their period, they're often dry days. So now we're talking about cervical mucus. So they can observe this externally and they know that their days of dryness are typically progesterone dominant days. These are infertile days. Uh, and then middle of the cycle, maybe 14 days after their period begins roughly, they start to see signs of fertile mucus. Um, so increase in estrogen brings water to the mucus. And so they see moisture and they see um, a change in that mucus that indicates the rise of fertility. Mm. So they can chart and keep track of all of this. And then they should see an abrupt end to that fertile mucus followed by several days of dry patterns. And that indicates that they have ovulated. Now they're in another progesterone dominant phase, which is the luteal phase, a time of, of the stability of the lining of the uterus, a time for implantation if they're trying to conceive, and then their period should come again. So it shouldn't be a matter of bleeding days and not bleeding days, kind of how we've all learned um, in a secular way how to watch our cycles, but now bringing in um, natural of, yeah, body to, changes. Yeah, to show the yeah. signs of ovulation occurring. So really that's the culmination of the entire cycle is that ovulation. Uh, that was God's plan. The whole <laughs> culmination. Now we've got an egg yeah. uh, that could be fertilized and we, we could have a baby. That's right. This is the point of all of it. This is, And when you, when you can understand like what's the goal of this, yeah. it, everything else makes sense. Isn't it a beautiful thing? I love explaining the menstrual cycle to girls in pregnancy centers because yes. Often, no one's ever explained it to them. They don't understand what's going on that month. Right. And uh, I always remember that in my mother used to chuckle because her mother always called it the curse. Right. You know, imagine when women really, truly did not understand at all what was happening in their bodies. And, and the benefit we have today of seeing the beauty of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just so beautiful. Um, and all culminating in only a few days during the month where a woman can become pregnant, but that the, our whole body clock is geared to that that beautiful opportunity, you know, uh, and we'll be talking a little bit more uh, about, of course, God's whole plan for that as uh, I'm going to have a, another program with Dr. Rareco too. We'll be talking more about the dignity of, of the, the woman and, and the beauty of God's uh, plan for us in his whole plan for humanity. So, um, so, all right, so women can actually observe these things and chart them even in an app on their phone. Mm -hmm. And then when it's not normal, when it's not normal, uh, there there are certain signs. Then then, if they are under fem care, all right, a doctor can help figure out what could be causing this. Why are you not ovulating, for instance? Absolutely. Um, or why is the menstrual cycle um, uh, maybe uh, too much bleeding mm -hmm. is occurring? Um, and what can be some of the reasons for that 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 you need to treat? I would say some of the common reasons that we see. Uh, just like health in general in our country, we see an increase in obesity, prediabetes, and diabetes. And so high blood sugars or insulin resistance can really affect a woman's health um, and her cycles. They have too much estrogen. They stop ovulating. They have these irregular periods in fertility. So we see a lot of that, unfortunately, even in really young women who you think, gosh, they couldn't have this already. So we are and seeing so a lot of that. It's so important to know that before it does so much damage to your body. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we're catching things early. We're mm -hmm. treating it early before they have diabetes. Uh, we see issues with the thyroid. So low or high thyroid affect the cycle. 
uh, prolactin issues. So that's another hormone that plays a big role in ovulation. Um, and then PCOS. So people have maybe heard that or not heard that before, but that's polycystic ovary syndrome and often has to do with elevated male hormones. So those would mm -hmm. be probably the most common things that we see as causes. Mm -hmm. And those can be treated. Absolutely. Right. Uh, bringing women back not only to a more uh, regular cycle, of course, but feeling better all over. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. And those sound like serious conditions that if you let them go, uh, could really be difficult for women coming into their 20s and 30s and 40s and never having been diagnosed with those issues. Correct. Yeah. So uh, one of the things we ought to point out is that we're very fortunate in Columbus to have a femme clinic where Dr. Rerko uh, works. Uh, femhealth.org is the website uh, where you can make an appointment in that clinic, or you can call the phone number 614-360-9995. Okay, 614-360-9995. We're very fortunate to have a FEM clinic here. Uh, but many, many women, in fact, most of the patients of FEM, uh, are served uh, with telemedicine. Is that correct? Absolutely. We are an international organization. We have femme doctors in every corner of the world. And that's probably the best way for women to reach us and find us is through telemedicine. Mm -hmm. So um, that can be accessed on the website as well to see if there's perhaps a femme teacher to learn how to chart or a femme medical provider to get that medical care through our website. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about mothers and daughters. Mm -hmm. So many mothers, uh, as their daughters are coming into puberty, and maybe they're wondering, does my uh, this doesn't seem quite normal at this point? Maybe she's having issues and problems. So, do you do you work with mothers and daughters? Is that something you do? Yes, definitely. I have okay. a lot of patients that are moms <laughs> and daughters. It's Good. wonderful, Good. and just knowing that health history, of course, you can see it. Uh, repeat itself. And yeah. so that is helpful to take care of the entire family. One of the things I love about being a family physician, uh, but one way for young girls to just kind of be introduced to all of this is our teen femme program. So learning how to chart from that kind of teen perspective, they have a different need um, and just another different type of verbiage that we need to use with them with and te teaching them about charting. And is that done online? We can do that online. Yes. Wow. It's a course they take online. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yep. So it's multiple courses. Uh, usually we do an hour of like a PowerPoint with them at a time and same for the adults mm -hmm. so that they have a month of chart practicing mm -hmm. so they can get a feel for what's going on in their body, come back with questions and then further uh, develop their knowledge of of their health. Okay, so moms and daughters could do that together sure, on, on the to internet. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, so, so this this uh, approach as well. Once a woman understands her cycle, uh, and and you can use it for medical management, of course, as we've been talking about, and and finding uh, medical issues and problems that can be corrected and help help you for the rest of your life. <laughs> by understanding uh, your cycle. What about using this for planning children, let's say for married couples? Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I know some of our listeners may be familiar with uh, methods of natural family planning, uh, the Creighton method, couple to couple league, so forth and so on. Um, do couples also use FEM? Yes, to, absolutely. To okay. So we would just fall under that same umbrella with those other wonderful um, fertility awareness-based methods, uh, all using the same science, maybe different biomarkers, but all getting to the same place of understanding with 
hormone changes with fluctuations in estrogen and progesterone where ovulation is occurring. And so, yes, couples can absolutely use this to understand their window of their fertile window, when to try, when to avoid based on their family goals at that time. Um, and they can take this class together. In fact, I love doing the classes with the couple and some couples will even kind of assign the husband the the tracking. So he'll <laughs> keep the app on his phone, check in <laughs> with her at the end of the day and ask, what was your fertile sign today? Um, and so it keeps the conversation open. They're mm -hmm. both really engaged in her care. And I love when the couple comes together for that care. Yeah. I've heard so many couples who use an NFP um, method talk about how really close they became as a couple, much closer and much more intimate uh, in, in, the, in managing their fertility and understanding the beauty of their fertility and helping each other uh, and, and how much more affectionate they also became with each other. So, um, so that's wonderful that FEM also has that, uh, is an opportunity for that. So uh, again, just to give the contact information for all of the online um, opportunities, classes, training, even learning to chart, uh, finding out, uh, having communication with a provider in your area who may help you if you think you do have a medical issue or problem. Uh, it's femhealth.org. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. And then if if uh, you'd like to come in in person to the Columbus Clinic, we do have a phone number, 614-360-9995. So it's just, uh, I, I am thrilled to see the growth of FEM. Uh, how long ago was it founded, Dr. Rareco? Do you know? I jumped on um, about eight years ago. About and eight it years was ago. there a few years before that. So yeah. it's going strong and just growing um, in a beautiful way. That's a beautiful thing. That's something that is so powerful, natural, according to God's plan, and brings about such positive results in terms of good medical health for women, uh, as well as opportunities to follow God's plan and understand how beautifully he made our bodies. It's lovely. <laughs> I'm so glad to be a part of it. Well, thank you, Dr. Rerko, for being our guest today. And uh, you have been listening to The Family Sanctuary on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio uh, with your host, uh, Peggy Hartshorn. And archives of our program are on stgabrielradio.com, and we're streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. Our program is broadcast at 4 o'clock every Saturday and 2 o'clock every Sunday. So please join us again to strengthen our families and make them the sanctuaries of life that God intends. Family Sanctuary is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Archives of Family Sanctuary with Peggy Hartshorn are available at stgabrielradio.com. 